such a catch. I'm Erin. If you're tuning in for the first time, here are a few things you need to know about me and maybe a couple of things that you don't. (laughs) I'm 38 years old and I am very, very single. I'm like the Lizzo song. I put the singing single. Yeah, I better not quit my day job either. (laughs) One day I'm going to speak into this mic though and I'm going to let you know that I've met a man and we're all going to fall out of our chairs and it's going to be the best day ever. (laughs) I love football and I hate the off season and we are currently in the off season. So I don't know about you, but like, how are you spending your Sundays? (laughs) What do you do on Sunday when there's no football? It's crazy. Uh, And family, family is probably the most important thing in my life. And I am so lucky because my family was just here visiting. And despite the fact that it was a lot more noisy around the house, that my home was filled with everybody's clutter and my routine was off and it's just this different dynamic, I wouldn't have changed it for the world. It was amazing. So I am so lucky for that. I am also lucky to have friends that I consider family who's in the same boat, right? Um, Sometimes though, you know, your friends might be such a part of your family that they become your parents' favorite daughter and you kind of get pushed to the side, but (laughs) it's okay. So other fun fact, I snort when I laugh. Yeah, I cannot do it on cue. I can only do it like it's a natural reaction. And it used to bother me, but now it's just, it just like comes with the territory. So I am the self-proclaimed snuffling queen. <laughs> and when I'm not traveling for my corporate job, attempting to go out on dates uh, and getting sucked into dive bars where I spend my savings on touch tunes. Yes, I don't know if you know what touch tunes are, but if you don't, don't bother because I will bump your song because I am willing to pay 250 to play my song next because... 90s hip-hop is the best, and when I've had about four White Claws and I'm at Shellback or North End, I'm the only one who should be in charge of the music selection, or so I think. But anyways, when I'm not partaking in all these shenanigans, I am podcasting. And why? Why would I spend my time doing that? Because I freaking love it, and who knew? I had no idea I would love it, but I do. I love connecting with people. I have amazing listeners, listeners all over the world, which I never anticipated, but Spain, India, Australia, I see you. (laughs) And I also get to have the most interesting conversations with guests. I mean, the universe is funny. You reach out to somebody you don't know, or maybe you do know, or you feel like you know, you ask them to come onto the show to share their story, maybe their passion basically to enrich your life in some way, shape, or form. And you also give them this platform for that message that they're about to share to be broadcast and shared with others. And then it does exactly what it's supposed to do. Crazy. I mean, yeah, it it is. There's no explanation for it. But Literally, Carrie Underwood is singing about Jesus taking the wheel. I've made my own version of that song. (laughs) 
why am I on singing today? Who knows? But uh, yeah, my version is universe take the podcast and it does. It does. So talk about the right message at the right time. I am fortunate enough today to be chatting with Gina Riccioni. I've been following Gina for a while now. She has her own podcast, so I kind of felt like I already knew her, but she is everything that I anticipated and then some. They say big things come in small packages and she is no exception to that rule. Gina is a firecracker. I am super pumped today because I have Gina Ruccioni. Did I say it right? You did, girl. You are so cute. I am so glad I got to meet you. I have been admiring you since your podcast started. So Gina has a podcast about dating. What's it called? It's called Dating with Gina. Ooh. And she did just recently rebrand it. Yes. Yes. So you might have heard it before. It was a series of unfortunate dates. Yes. So it's so funny because the universe is crazy, Uh right? And when your podcast first came out, my good friend Katie was like, oh my God, Erin, you have to listen. And I was like, I do. And then I binge listened to a bunch of episodes. And then I don't know if you remember this, but one day you were at a bakery or you were grabbing breakfast or something. And I, my phone was like getting blown up by my friend Jason. And he's like, oh my God. He's like, I just ran into Gina at this like breakfast shop, whatever. And he's like, you have to talk to her. And I was like, Gina, Gina with podcast. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like we do. And so I am so glad like we connected. Like I feel like I know you. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And also we just had a total sidebar conversation that probably for like an hour. And I literally was like, we should probably go record because (laughs) this is so good. But thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to hear all the updates about what you've been doing. But so tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Yes. Okay. Hi, listeners. My name is Gina Ruccioni. I I do have a podcast. It's called Dating with Gina. It was something that I sort of I think I started about four years ago. Originally, the podcast was called Food, Fashion, and Foolish Fornication. Ooh, I didn't know this. Ooh, Most people inside don't. Scoop. Okay. So I do this thing where I get really excited about something. I start it and then I don't finish because okay. I don't see it go where I want it to go. Mm-hmm. And in part, there just needs to be like perseverance with the things that you love. Like you just kind of keep going. Right. But some of us, I think when we face a challenge, stop. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, fuck it. I'm not making money off of it. It's too much work. It's whatever. Or like this myriad of excuses. And so I was at a time in my life that I I like I'd lost a job. I had just gone through a really bad breakup. And it was like one of those – like, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Which you totally could. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to lie to everybody. And I lived off my savings. And I was like taking comedy classes in LA. And I launched this podcast. Okay. And everybody was like, yes. Like, where has this been? Like, right, why haven't right. you? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, why are you making us wait? Yeah. I had had a blog. And that blog turned into this podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I had found is over the last few years – I kept meeting people that like had YouTube channels or mm-hmm. like that, you know, had started a blog and now they monetize their blog and now they're full-time bloggers, whatever. And I had also started a blog like in 2006 before anybody had a blog. And so that was like another 
example of like me not following through with something. Right. And But I mean, you give yourself a little credit because I'm sure you were like working a full-time job that yeah. was paying the bills at the time and like having a social life and yeah. doing all these other things, which I mean, I can relate to today. Yeah. So, but I mean, great that you're like pursuing these passions of yours. So, yeah. I know. And then it's like, where do I go from here? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, like when you keep ticking all the boxes, like this morning I was like trying to like a little late to the game, but I was like trying to go over my goals for 2020. It's never too late. And I was like, I was like looking back to like 2015 because I uh-huh. keep a list every year of like, okay, what do you want? And they're like not over the top. They're like boundaries, self-care, <laughs> yeah. quit smoking cigarettes, you know, yeah. like don't put that dick in you. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Boop. Not like really difficult shit, but like try not to sleep with that pattern of men. Like sociopaths aren't the move, you know, like, or whatever, you know? And and I was like, but when I was writing the list this morning, I was like, I just felt like I was copying previous years. Like I just didn't feel like, I felt like I was writing things like I'm supposed to write. Like Mm -hmm. be healthy. Right, right. Self-care. Yeah. You know, and I felt like even this in writing my goals felt very disingenuous. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just, I think I'm just in a bit of a transition. I also think that last year, I think when I first started the podcast, it was like, oh, I'm just, this is going to be funny. And we're just going to talk about bad dates because I was like doing a little bit of storytelling and, you know, doing a little bit of stand up and thought it's just going to be funny. And then as I started progressing through the season and also just making some life changes, it got what felt to be rather serious. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like, oh, I'm the butt of my own joke. Like, I don't want to wake up every morning and like, I don't want to be 40 and still telling stories about my shitty dates. I mean, mm-hmm. unless like, of course it's funny, but like, I don't, I don't want that for myself. Like, I mm-hmm. don't want to manifest yeah, like Ooh. all of these really bad. It's like, if all I talk about is shitty dates and bad relationships, and it's like, I don't want to live in that place. Right, right. So, so what can we expect in the new season then? Are we still yeah. going to hear about shitty dates? Yes. <laughs> yes. The answer okay, is yes. I have yes. a few to share. Yeah, you are. But I also, I was talking with one of my producers actually yesterday about teachable moments, uh-huh. um, which is something, you know, when I think about like trying to figure out what your purpose is, right? And I have this quote that I keep from Oprah on my wall, and it's basically all in summation. It's like you, the greatest gift is living your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Is it, the, the greatest gift in this lifetime that you can give to others is like actually living your purpose. And I feel a tremendous need to, I don't want to say help other people because that's assuming that everybody needs help. But I mm-hmm. I think having, like you said, the ability to relate to others is something that's really important and it helps us feel less alone. Mm-hmm. And so having, again, like these teachable moments that can come from the podcast where I, I really get a lot from having people when they message me saying, you know, that really meant something to me or like, thank you for opening up or your podcast has helped me be better in relationships. And to get that from men Ooh, yeah. is really special. And I don't know. So I think being able to take this podcast to a level where we can just communicate more openly with each other, that would be, that would be me living my purpose. Right. So do you care if I ask your relationship status right now? It's very single. (laughs) Very single. Well, me too. That makes two of us. So I want to know your take. 
Are you on apps? So I stopped for a while because I I find them to be rather annoying. Okay, what do you think is annoying about them? I just don't want to... Everything. <laughs> just yeah, I... Because I, in my mind, I've already told myself I'm not going to meet my husband on an app. Okay. I just don't want to do it that way. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that's a good story for the grandchildren. Right. You know right. what I mean? So I've just sort of decided that apps don't work. And so that's probably what's happening is like... They won't work for you then. Correct. Yeah. Which I, I don't particularly like them either. But I also remember... So this was something I was thinking about recently too. I remember in my 20s before apps, why was I always getting laid? Like <laughs> I was always on dates. Do you I, think it's just an age thing? I... I mean, I wouldn't say there was a ton of quality there. It wasn't right. like, but there was an abundance of it. Where just, were you meeting them then? I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> but there was just so much dick. Do you know what I mean? There was just so, it was, I, I remember a time when I was like, oh, this is actually physically exhausting. Oh my God. That I, was, I feel like I, I wish I was living vicariously through you because I feel like I don't have a phase of life like that. Oh, I had a very long phase <laughs> of that life. And I remember thinking, oh, when this, when I'm done with this phase, it's all going to be fine because there's so much like men right. everywhere. Okay. There's, there's enough so, to go around. There's so many. Yeah. And I'm like dating all these people and there's, I can't, like, I mean, it's actually, that it's actually exhausting. <laughs> Right? <laughs> that when I come up for air and I've decided I'm done with this wild, you know, whatever. Right. That that one of them will stick. And I... I'm, but I'm... <laughs> the joke's not... <laughs> <laughs> and then while I was doing all of that, all my other girlfriends were like finding a husband. Right, right. Right. And so now that I've come up for air, I remember like the day I turned 30, I think I like immediately gained 15 pounds and I was so hungover and I was watching Bridget Jones' Diary, I which then also yeah. went into Bridget Jones 1 and then 2 and then Bridget has a baby <laughs> or like whatever the fuck the third one is. And it was just like, ooh, oh, like, ooh, yeah. what happened? And then that started to stop. I It started to phase out. And I don't think I particularly look different. Or no, you're cute as a button. It has nothing to do. I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I mean, me saying this out loud, I don't think there's anything wrong with me either. But I don't know if it's we're picky or not picky. I wasn't picky before. Okay. But, I our, but we're not picky. I don't think picky is the right word. I think we don't want to settle. Like we're not going to settle for something that. You think all of our girlfriends have settled by marrying? I think those, my friends who are married, I think, I don't think they settled. I think they've found their match. I think oh, I- Oh, you do. So they're all happily married. I mean, my close girlfriends, okay. sure. But mm -hmm. I, I I, mean, I can't speak for all all of my friends, but I think yeah. my close girlfriends, yes. Uh -huh. I can tell you that they're perfectly matched for their mate. Ooh, Those okay. people wouldn't be perfect for me. Yep. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Yeah. But I appreciate them for my friends- Right. As yeah. my friend's partners. Mm -hmm. But I also don't, I think I was running in circles before, not actually, but I was like frequenting circles of humans. I'm glad I didn't marry. Yeah. I mean, I can't look back at anybody that I've really dated except for maybe one or two and been like, oh, yeah, actually that wouldn't have been such a bad idea. Right. But the ma the majority was, that would have been fucking horrendous. Mm -hmm. yes, yeah. Horrendous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I am divorced. And so I sometimes I forget, 
you know, which is funny. Like, I, I mean, it just is a chapter of my life that is like closed and it's so long ago that it almost doesn't even seem like it happened. But I also know it's played a big role in me taking a relationship to the next step because I'm so, or I used to be so fearful that I would make a mistake again. So this is something that's interesting. I remember I, I started feeling like I hmm, – everything I thought I knew when I was younger, I made like a lot of definitive statements. Like I wouldn't marry this. I wouldn't date this. I wouldn't do this. I mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. And now I feel like I vacillate a lot more. So for me, I I used to think, okay, I don't want to date anybody who's been divorced because mm-hmm. – they don't view marriage the same way I do. They, they view marriage as that it can end. Mm-hmm. And my parents have been married for 40 years. So all I know is that marriage works. And the reason why it works is because two people decided to make a decision and stay mm-hmm. together. But as I get older, I feel like I change Your thoughts my thoughts that, a little yeah. bit more. Mm-hmm. And would I respect somebody more for staying in a relationship that's miserable or respect them more for making an effort to get out and save themselves? Right. And so that's something I think about a lot too. So, right. So I'm very similar. Like I used to not want anybody who had children from a previous relationship mm-hmm. or whatever. And now I feel like those things don't really matter. It's funny. It's come down to like these core principles. Like is there chemistry? Are they <laughs> trustworthy? Are they, you know, genuine? Right. And, you know, do they make you laugh or whatever? Like, you know, it's funny like how it kind of came down to that. I don't know about you also, but like some of my best relationships started off as friendships or started off we were like in the same circle of friends. And it was like, there's no pressure. Sure. You're just yourself. You're just. I mean, but how many, Aaron, how many single guy friends do you have right now? Oh, not enough. Right. Right. Not enough. I don't, I can't, I don't think I can name, I maybe could name three single guys. I don't even think I, I don't even, actually, I don't think I can. I don't think I can name any single guy. Which is something different about my 20s too. Exactly. I've always been like the girl in the group of guys in sometimes one of the boys or whatever and always had a really big male presence in my life yeah. and I don't have that now, right? you know. And even when I'm traveling for work because you and I seem to travel mm-hmm. about the same amount, yep. um, mm-hmm. we should piggyback a trip and just <laughs> yeah. go somewhere. I think you're going to more fun places. I do. Yeah, that's true. Mexico sounds great. That's very good. <laughs> so what is your thought about meeting somebody in the airport? For sex? No. <laughs> Oh, for a relationship. Oh, that's interesting. You might lead with sex. That might be your demise. Do you think maybe that might be your that might be your? No, I think I'm just like not that fun anymore. I like have you this. Are, stop that's, it! I have you a, are like a ray of sunshine. <laughs> you were a big, beautiful ray of sunshine. <laughs> what is that fucking bridesmaids? I no, I feel like I used to be. That's something I need to do more this year. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about how last year I was so fucking serious about yep. work and work mm-hmm. and work. And this year, I think I lost this playful zest for life that I used to have. I don't believe that. I just don't feel like I'm f- – like I have this quote and there's – can you tell there's a quote wall? I'm like, I have this other <laughs> quote right next to my Oprah quote. And it's basically like – it says, I can't wait to see where your wild takes you next. Uh-huh. And I like I I like there's like some sort of spontaneity missing or this playfulness that like mm-hmm. I used to just like go up to strangers and just yeah. I just feel like lately I have been feeling a little bit more social anxiety 
Oh, okay. Which isn't something I've ever experienced before because I'm very gregarious and very outgoing and I mm-hmm. can talk to literally anybody. But I think because I work so much when I'm at home all day by myself mm-hmm. that I forget to like talk to humans yeah. like, outside. So what used to just be like throw pants on and go outside, now it like takes me a few minutes to like get ready mm-hmm. to like leave my apartment. Okay. Which is something that's new and sort of scary. And I feel like I'm maybe not as approachable as I could be. Mm. Yeah. So when you are going out, are you going out with a group of people? Or are you the type of gal that shows up and just like has a seat at the bar and just kind of by herself and mm. sees what happens? Boop. So that not drinking thing really puts a damper on sitting at mm. the bar, mm-hmm. which is, I think, also right. Right. Okay. So my listeners may not know that. So you took this journey. Yeah. Of of not. I took drinking. a year off from drinking because I wanted to be more present. And what which I, is like a major accomplishment, by the way. Yeah, I went. I I actually went over a year. I went over like like a year and a month. But I I came out of it and. I think, again, that was like a, just a very serious, mm-hmm. such a serious year Yeah, that the pendulum is now swinging back the other way. And I mentioned to you, like I, you know, had a couple occasions of like where I did drink a little bit and, you know, I felt like my wild came out. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, it came out. The wild oh. came out. <laughs> right. and, and then feeling guilty for um, not holding it together, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And And where do you think that comes from? Where do you think that feeling to like hold it together or? I feel like I have to be perfect all the time, which is something that's weird. But I am really, really hard on myself. I'm always trying to one-up myself. What can you do differently? It's like I – when you compare each – when I go like I do like a year-over-year analysis Mm -hmm. of my life and I like constantly am like, a better job, better pot, better this, better Mm -hmm. that, everything. Like that all of a sudden I I finally got to where I wanted to be with my goals sort Mm -hmm. of. And I was like, oops, that was what I was like kind of sharing with you earlier. It's like, I don't know where else to go. Yeah. Um, Like I have that good job and I had, like I ticked all those boxes. And so I woke up this morning feeling like, now what? And that's the sort of scary Mm-hmm. Like even driving t- here today, I was like, uh-oh. Like I feel something creeping up in me, like a wild something. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you better fucking tame that shit, Gina. <laughs> like because you're going to end up somewhere. Like, right, not, right. Like not in a ditch, but like just yeah. I get like a wild hair. Mm-hmm. And I used to do this thing when I did this for a very long time and I would have like just these like fuck it nights. Like mm-hmm. let's see where this goes. Right. Anything goes. Mm-hmm. And they were wild. They mm-hmm. were so wild. Mm-hmm. And I vacillate between that wild uh-huh. and then like wanting a husband. Right. Like finding that. And that I think balance. I'm actually yeah. scared of meeting somebody. Are you? I might actually ju- – because I would have met somebody. Like when I was writing out the goals today, I was like embarrassed to put like find love. Oh. It was like an embarrassing – I felt like just writing that felt embarrassing. Oh. That makes me or sad. Or like the yeah. like the affirmations that mm-hmm. people do, like they look in the mirror and they're like, "I'm abundant. I'm beautiful." I like right. when I do that. I'm like, "Can, can people see me right now?" Because this is fucking embarrassing. 
Like I, I, I'm embarrassed for my. You I, it's shouldn't be embarrassed. So but I am. I. It's embarrassing. Why? Why do you think it's embarrassing? Because okay, so I think a lot of times, you know, women that you want in your life. Okay, I'm talking about women that bring you up, not the people that you know shit on you because you're doing great and you're accomplishing things, but like women who support other women when they look at you they think all these things they can just start rattling them off right like upbeat personable positive you know like i was admiring your skin i'm like oh my god our skin is glowing like is there anything wrong with this human like no there's not but it's funny but then we are such harsh critics of ourselves yeah but i think too like if you always have that in the back of your mind like if you think that way about yourself then maybe you're projecting some sort of energy when you're out there and i feel like i've done that myself too because there's been times in my life where I felt like I needed to lose some weight and I know I wasn't putting my best foot forward because I was covering myself up and dressing all frumpy and just being like, ew, don't look at me, you know? Yeah, I, I did that for a long time. Like I remember that I went through, like I for years I only wore black and like big sweaters and like, and I was hiding. I was hiding. In fact, a girlfriend of mine that I saw recently, she was like, dude, you, you had like a dark cloud around you for a while. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, you don't have that anymore. And I, it was, and that was like nice to hear. I think I just, I think people think I'm a lot more confident than I am. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think like faking it till you make it is is good. But I think that you should be confident because you're badass. You have so much going for you. You have a kick-ass job, which we haven't even touched on. We, we have your podcast. I mean, you're touching people's lives. Like you touched my life and didn't even know it. You know what I mean? And like there really isn't anything missing from the equation there's something that you want you you want this relationship you want this sidekick you want this like partner in crime to be on this adventure with you but like at the end of the day it as long as it takes to find that person like I think you're willing to wait for the right one because yeah. I'm I'm similar in that respect and I think too like you're gonna continue to be amazing you're gonna continue to push the bar because that's the type of person you are yeah I, I'm like, man, <laughs> man, um, that's really sweet to hear. Ooh. Okay. So, so now that you know this about yourself, how are we going to change this for ourselves? Since I'm learning so much about myself through you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we going to go and what are we going to do to make ourselves available? Um, so something I'm exploring. Oh, okay. I'm exploring is that I haven't explored yet. <laughs> is figuring out ways to meet people in real life. And, yeah. Right. So like even just that today, aren't around booth. Right. So even just today, like me meeting you, mm-hmm. and then maybe opening up a new friendship circle. Right. Or like maybe you and I, because we've never hung out before, we go do something that we haven't done before, and just like. This sounds really fucking corny, but being open to possibilities, I don't know if it works, but it certainly doesn't feel worse than living in like Mm -hmm. a shitty moment. And I've kind of set myself up because I'm like, I think I might want to, I want to travel more right now. Right. That's something that I can. Mm -hmm. I can do it. So fuck it. Right. But, But with regards to like the kind of men that I meet, or at least the circles I'm in, I'm finding that we don't share similar values or life just we're not at the same place in our lives. It's not as though there aren't men who are attracted to me that like want to date. I just don't want to date them. Mm -hmm. I don't want to date somebody who 
doesn't have similar hours that I do, right? right. So like somebody who's like really, really involved in nightlife, mm-hmm. I don't want to be out till four in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I have to be up for New York. So like that kind of thing, right? right? So that doesn't yeah. really work for me. Or like somebody who maybe works in the food and beverage industry, like I lived that life. I know the drinking mm-hmm. and the drugs part of like, and nightlife and that entertainment, yeah. like I'm not really interested in dating that. So right. That's a challenge, right? So I'm meeting men, but that just isn't. Yeah. Uh, you just haven't met the right fit. I do think timing is is everything, and and I, I mean, you hear too when people are like least looking for it, right? Or also they've like given up, and then the right person comes in, you know. And and I think it's similar to people who try to get pregnant, and they like right. do all these different things, and it's on their mind all the time, and they're fixated on it, and then all of a sudden they say fuck it and then all of a sudden they're knocked up but I think for me I can I can honestly say I've lost that element of fun it's not like I haven't had a job more now yeah and I don't I think that could be part of the problem it's Mm -hmm. like I I, like I like I was talking about my 20s like it was so fun right and I was just like not that I was like banging my way through my 20s (laughs) but oh maybe (laughs) Like a little bit. Uh, and it just was fun. Like, yeah. I, and I wasn't thinking about anything. Yeah. And I, you know, now I'm like, does my health insurance cover that many STDs? Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but you know what I mean? It's I like, know, like yeah. I just, like, I feel so adult. When did I get to be, so, like, when did I turn into such an adult? I know, it happens. It happens. Oh, man. I mean, I fell down the stairs the other day, okay? <laughs> Let's just be honest. I fell down the stairs. Sober, fell down the stairs. Like, that happened to me. Like, we're just getting older. Okay. So if you, in the time that you've met me, if you could give me one piece of advice Ooh. or you could give me one suggestion, something that you think might be a roadblock, what would that be? I would say you're traveling. Mm-hmm. I think you just don't have space to meet somebody. Okay. I think you and I are very similar. Similar. I think so. I think you and I spend more time podcasting than we do actually dating. Oh, for sure. Right. Or working or whatever, which is why I think, too, it's easy to date or, you know, develop connections with people you work with, which it has never. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Don't. Which has not worked for me in the past. Don't. But, don't yeah. bring it up. Okay. So what else can I expect from Gina in 2020? I'm gonna. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I am going to. I am going to make a commitment. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love this. Yes, yes, to, girl. Ooh, to be more playful this year. Okay. I want to have more fun. Yes, that doesn't necessarily involve drinking. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to. I would like to forgive myself when I feel like. I did something I shouldn't have. I tend to dwell yeah. on things. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you'll still see me doing the podcast and everything else. You might have to wait a long time. Okay, so when's the first episode drop of season two? March 2nd. March 2nd. And how do people find it? They can find me where I'm like wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> You can find me on iTunes, Spotify. I'm I'm literally on all I'm on all podcasts. I wanted to say players, podcast players. Yeah, you know, why not? Whatever. Yeah. And you can also find me on Instagram. It's at Dating with Gina. That's also the name of the podcast, Dating with Gina. 
Yay. Oh, yay. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I love you. Love so you too. Cute. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into your Such a Catch. Wasn't this episode so relatable? Like, I feel like I was just having happy hour with my girlfriends, just talking about life. And it's amazing how you can just connect with somebody else and have so many parallels, so many things in common. I mean, we're all on our own journeys, trying to find our own way, but you know, we can help each other out along the way. And I think what I learned from Gina is similar to, you know, the movie Finding Nemo, like just keep swimming, just keep going. Sometimes these conversations we have can really just bring things to light. And I think today I realized that in chatting with Gina that I learned some things about myself that I hadn't really considered or made a priority, but uh, you best believe I am all over it now. Um, So I'd love to hear from you if you learned something about yourself today or you like this episode. Feel free to drop a rate or review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you prefer. And quick question for you. Did you send your bestie an empowerment pin yet? (laughs) Make her day already. Remind her of all the characteristics, of all the traits, of all her unique qualities that she may not be seeing right now. So hop on over to my website, yoursuchacatch.com and pick out the perfect pen for her. And I will leave you guys with this quote. There is nothing more beautiful than seeing a person being themselves. Imagine going through your day being unapologetically you. That's what I'm gonna do this week. I'm gonna be unapologetically me. I challenge you to do the same. All right guys, until next week.